Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and my patron papes. Uh, what up, my patron papes? Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether that's thoughts on your mind or around, uh, like you know, from the past, the present, the future, feelings, anything coming up for you emotionally. Uh, like a physical sensations, it could be time, temperature, changes in routine, something coming up, something situational, something else. So dream fragments is one thing lately for me. Repetitive dream fr- fragment, well, my memory's a fragmented part, uh, clearly. Uh, uh, but we'll talk about that in a second. But whatever is keeping me awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that and uh, keep you company so you can fall asleep. And the way I do it here, or what I propose to attempt to do, I only propose something that I'm going to attempt to do because I'm not perfect and I can only do my best. And even when I do my best, it only works for some people. But I'll tell you all about that. But here's the first thing you know is I'm going to try to create a safe place, like I said, where you can come on in. It's smoothed, it's padded, it's rubbed down. It's uh, been. It hasn't been approved by the East Coast family, but it's uh, and it's never. It's never been hip to be, but because I don't even know if that's the correct lyrics. But uh, it's a nice, safe place. And one of the ways I try to establish it is to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Oh, so creaky are my dulcet tones. That they may remind you of something. You say, I haven't heard anything like that associated with comfort. And I say, well, yeah, it's, I'm here to take your mind off stuff. Creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, and superfluous tangents. That's where I either get mixed up or I go off topic. I see something. I say, well, let's go over there and look at that. Which is very important for tonight's episode because uh, I did, like, I tried not to, like, oh, holy moly. Uh, uh, like I'm one of those people. Like there's a there's a kind of video game known as an open world game, and I, I I literally like you know and usually they're mission based or you get different tasks or stuff. Uh, I guess I'll talk about this in the podcast. But I spend a lot of time. They say like if someone watched me play a game, they'd say, "What are you doing? Just walking around." And I'd say, yeah, looking like I'm, yeah, not, they say, well, are you exploring? Are you mad? No, no, I'm not. I'm just walking around barely paying attention, actually. But I'm enjoying, I'm kind of, what, are you enjoying it? Yeah, I'm not sure. That's a good question. Uh, so, oh, but so, oh, what I'm, oh, that's a pointless meander. With That was a pointless meander about pointless meanders in my video gaming or my gaming I don't know if you need video gaming anymore. I don't know. But, but uh, whatever it is. Oh. <laughs> oh, pointless superfluous changes. 
That means, yeah, I get mixed up. I'm not perfect. I go off topic. But I'm here to keep you company. Now, there's a bunch of things, if you're new about the show, that do take some getting used to, and they can be off-putting at first. So just kind of see how it goes. That's all I can tell you is hundreds, literally hundreds of thousands of people have said, didn't like the show at first. Then I gave it a couple tries and I realized, oh, it isn't something. Now I love it, but it's not something you really like either. Because uh, I kept wondering when it was going to start. It never starts, but it's always going. Kind of like waves are kind of all like waves change, you know, how they look. But tech, you say, no, sometimes the water's mirror like scoots. And I say, well, are there waves going on underneath or barely noticeable waves? B, BN, BNWs? Did you say BMW? No, it definitely said B, barely noticeable waves. Uh, what, I got to write this down. This might be a future podcast episode. But, uh, Oh, so um, oh, so a couple things to know if you're new. If you're skeptical, of course you would be. Why wouldn't you be if you've tried if you've tried a bunch of stuff to help you fall asleep, and you come to this podcast? It's a re- very reasonable way. Of course you're going to be. You say this podcast is supposed to put me to sleep. Not really. That's kind of the easiest way for people to explain it to you. But I'll tell you more. Oh, well, I guess I'll tell you that right up front. This podcast doesn't really put you to sleep. It keeps you company while you drift off, which is a little bit different. I'm here to distract you, maybe help if you're feeling lonely, but to give you something a bit like background noise with a little bit more that you could pay attention to. The difference between background noise and me, very, very subtle differences, but background noise you kind of have to put some work in if you wanted to pay attention to it because you say, well, I don't know if it, like, what is that, a episode, a rerun of Matlock? Or is that a commercial for some new, uh, like, is that an infomercial in the other room my parents are watching? Where Sleep With Me, you kind of say, well, it's kind of that same creaky dulcet tone you hear through the wall. And but I, I could listen if I wanted to, because Scoots is here to kind of tell me a story eventually. But I don't have to listen. I could kind of just barely listen. So this is a podcast you don't really listen to. It doesn't really put you to sleep. I'm really here to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your boar bestie, your boar bud. To be your friend in the deep dark night. To keep you company at a safe distance so you can fall asleep. And that goes into why. Why do I make this show? Why is it important? Because your sleep is important and because I know how it feels in the deep, dark night. Those are the two sides of the same thing. You deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve some respite, some solace, a haven, whatever you want to call it. Uh, You deserve a bedtime you could look forward to. And then get comfortable and and have some wind-down routine and drift off and get the rest you need so that your life is manageable, so you can live your life more fully. And that's important to me. Now, this podcast does not work for everyone. Also, I have a list of other sleep podcasts at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you, just in case. But none of that stuff changes the fact uh, that you're important and you deserve a good night's sleep. So if I can provide that, that would be a great honor to me because it means our world's a better place to live in. 
the other side of it is I know how it feels in the deep dark night. Trouble getting asleep, trouble staying asleep, tossing, turning, mind racing, all those things. I've been journaling more in the mornings. And part of that was like to start that practice. But also I said, well, a side benefit of this will be I could write down my dreams. And I've been noticing in the past two months, just been having a lot of repetitive dreams in a place that I've never been to. It, but it's totally inane. It's like a mo- not ex- exciting place. And I do a lot of times walk, spend a lot of time there walking around doing these rote tasks that I can just barely remember. And it's not exactly relaxing. And, you know, what, what, this like, don't get too involved because I like, I like, I, you know, I'm working on it. Trust me. I'm trying, you know, I, I'm working on the, 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 the other parts of it, but, but when I wake up, when I'm doing those repetitive rote tasks, whatever it is, last night I was trying to organize something. Usually it's something like that. And, and uh, I wake up, I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. Uh, I say, man, can I just stop? Uh, this is what I do all day long anyway. Like mentally do that kind of stuff. Why do I got to physically be doing it in my dreams? And I, I do something called a reset, honestly. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast before, but I get up. I say to myself now, I, I guess it's like an affirmation. It's another accidental one, like hashtag laying. But this one is, I say, I'm going to do a reset now. I say it out loud even. Then I get out of bed, use the WC, come back down. I say, I'm doing a reset now, full reset. Like just like I'm unplugging the computer and plugging it back in or turning my Wi-Fi, my router on and off or my phone. And I try to get a fresh start back in bed. And it actually has worked. I go, okay, got a reset going. Let's see if I can reset those dreams. Now, so a lot of times I get right back to that filing or organizing, but I don't know. So I've been there is my main point. And, and I know how it feels. And I know how it feels underneath the surface, the harder feelings that are there that we just like to kind of keep our distance from. I know what those feel like. Uh, I'm not going to get into them right now because I know what they feel like. I've been close to them. I've been uh, having them wash over me. So if I can help, uh, that's important to me. The other thing that can throw new listeners off or even long-term listeners is the structure of the show, but it aligns with the mission of the show. So the show starts off with an important greeting, like a hello, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and then I say something silly. So ideally, you feel seen and welcomed in, and you get the nature of the show. A little bit different, and a a type of humor that's uh, not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, but you say, okay, it's a little bit silly around here. Then there's support for the show because the goal of the podcast is for it to come out twice a week for free. And the supporters and the sponsors are are really what makes that possible. Then there's support for listeners in case you're having a tough time and support for the community around the show. I guess like a three-legged stool, like, uh, uh, those are the three things we talk about in the supporter zone. Then there's the intro. Some people, especially when they have a, a, a strong first reaction or second reaction, or they just find the podcast doesn't suit their tastes, they think the intro and the supporter stuff is combined. But the intro is really a show within a show. I, like I'm not I'm not kidding. Like uh, I feel bad for the people that miss out on the intro because it's a lot of people's favorite part of the show. 
It's where I try to explain what the podcast is and I don't necessarily ever succeed. So that's one purpose of the intro. And that's like the purpose of most intros, introduce you to the show. But the intro also introduces you to bedtime every single night. Uh, It's an introduction to bedtime where you say, okay, I need a little, personally, I need an hour wind down. The intro gives you a 15-minute wind down or 20-minute wind down. So you could do something relaxing. You could get comfortable. You can get ready for bed. Whatever it is, it gives you some distance and some transition between the daytime and bedtime and falling asleep. So it's a transition, and like I said, it's an intro. You say, okay, let me introduce you to bedtime slowly because that's what works for me and a lot of listeners around the show. Now, there is a small percentage of listeners that fall asleep during the intro. That's great. There's a small percentage of listeners that skip the intro. That's great. I just don't want you missing out. There's a large percentage of patrons that listen to—well, there's equal— there's No, it's not equal. There's more people that listen to all intro episodes and story-only episodes. But if you're a patron, you can kind of choose what you like. But for most people, the intro is that introduction to bedtime and easing into it. So that's the intro. It does go on and on and on, and it seems pointless because it is pointed in its pointlessness, like a lot of stuff around the show. Then there's more support. That's where some of the companies like their support is that time in the show, one-third in. And again, the support is what makes us here free twice a week. Then there will be our bedtime story. Tonight it will be a look at a new game that I just played. By the time you hear this, the game probably won't be new. I can't even be sure. It was like a just a, this is all ba- – I'll talk about it. But uh, it was a spur-of-the-moment purchase and everything. Well, we'll talk about this game, and it's called Lake. Maybe you're familiar with it, uh, or maybe not. And then, uh, yeah, that'll go on for about 45, 50 minutes, and then there's some thank yous at the end of the show. So that's a structural show. That's why I make the show, and that's what you can kind of expect. But I'm glad you're here and checking the show out, giving a few tries is what most people say, because just this show's very different. And, you know, getting to bed is tough, uh, so finding something that works for you can be tough. So give it a few tries. If it doesn't work, check out sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad you're here. I work really hard at your nice drive, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. And here's the ways I'm able to do it for you for free twice a week. All right, everybody, Scoots here. It's time for something a little bit different we haven't done before, so I'm excited uh, to do this. It is... Uh, a board game unboxing, or, or no, no, it's not a board game. It's, it's influenced by those board game unboxings, uh, but it's one we haven't done before. And I'll like a part of this meander will be kind of setting it up and setting up what went, uh, what I was able to do. We'll kind of see where it goes. But you know, you know, in the past, in my life history, if you've listened to the show for a long time, you know, I've got a pretty complicated relationship. With console games and PC games, and also kind of have a limited amount of time um, that I, you know, play games and stuff. And like my daughter and I play some games, uh, like on on the weekend. We like every once in a while we'll find one we really love and and we try to play through it together. The last one we really loved and that we just kept playing until we got to the end what's called humans uh, that are balloons that like to lay down a lot and, and also solve puzzles together or alone. 
So I don't know how, I don't know if you can complete that game alone. I'm not sure. And that's probably not the real name of the game, but uh, you'll, you could figure it out. And so, but, you know, I probably would, if I had more, if I had more spare time, I don't know if I'd play more video games or games, console games, because uh, I might go and do something, but it would, like, uh, I wish I had a little bit more time to play games, open world games in particular. And uh, so, so that all said... I am like this was this weird connection and it just kind of happened. And, and and again, I know a lot of listeners have their favorite games. And they say scoots, this game would be perfect for the show. And it kind of does have to be something organic. I mean, I already have, if this works, the next game picked out because the creators of the game were nice enough to reach out to me to voice something in the game. And it's a game that I think would be cool to do in the same similar way. So this one will be a good test because it kind of came up very is well I, I, well organically but not really organically organically to me but to the great algorithmic uh, rhythm of the the that it was more it was influenced by the al- algorithms as well because what happened was so when I'm recording this it's uh, just about the middle of September what year is it 2021. And so this was about three weeks ago or two weeks ago, and it, maybe the game came out. I don't. I don't know. But it was just a couple weeks ago, right? And I was looking through where I look for my news, like uh, which is influenced by algorithms. But at least, uh, or I prefer not to look on social media. But it's still I'm aware that it's influenced by algorithms to get me to click on stuff and you know the titles and all that. And a lot of times I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm as innocent, I'm as <laughs> not in, you know, I, I'm not do, looking at these for hard news. I, I subscribe for my news to, to newspapers still. But general news, you know, well, what, what, what's the new ride going there? Or what is this, you know, sports ball going? Or, oh, is there, there like, like, is the algorithms are kind of good at saying, oh, well, we noticed you like reading articles about that. So whatever, about running or whatever it might be. And these algorithms do know us. So I saw a headline about this game called Lake, L-A-K-E. And I read the headline and it said, you know, it was a super chill game where you get to deliver mail. You're filling in your play character named Meredith, and you're filling in for your father delivering mail. Uh, and a little bit, I don't know. But I said, okay. I opened it in a new tab because it was, I don't think it was like a lot of times what I'll do is I'll run through the news, open a bunch of tabs, and then work my way through those on my breaks. Because during the week, I'm kind of using like a refined ver- or my own version of Pomodoro, where I set a 25 minute timer and then a five minute timer, and then I add in a one minute meditation timer. Not in that order, but one minute of meditation, 25 minutes of work, and then five minutes of break or chores. And that's kind of how I break up a lot of my work tasks. Not recording, doesn't recording doesn't work that way, but. Uh, so at some point I said, okay, I'm going to read about that game, Lake. And then this must have been late in the week because I said, uh, 
Then I read about, I, I saw the thing because I saw the art and I said, it said something, go to a Blake town from your youth or whatever. And this was like, so I don't impulse buy games anymore. I did. I used to, but, uh, you know, I signed up for the, the subscription, whatever, game pass. Because that gives me and my daughter like a little bit more flexibility to say, oh, like to try a game and then say, okay, this one isn't working for us. What else we got that's multiplayer on here this month versus buying a game? So I like that. I, I like rent, like uh, renting my media versus owning it. But just personal preference. I know it's not everybody's, and I do own some games, some that uh, were impulse again. And I said, well, am I ever going to play this game? So, okay, so there's those things. What else? Uh, oh, so, okay, but I, so I said to myself, uh, I think you know about enough about that game. Uh, let's buy, let's just buy it and start playing it for the podcast. Let's do this one as a board game, uh, like a board game unboxing, but with a video game. Now, I should jump back uh, to. Another fact of the podcast is I got a lot of ideas, right? And I get a lot of feedback and I got a lot of big ideas. And then I have a limited uh, scope of time to, and, you know, I'm just a human being. I'm still not good at executing. I'm good at the work around the podcast because it's very specific. But then expansive stuff, uh, I tend to procrastinate on just like everybody else. Uh, so I'm not kidding. It's been like four years, maybe five years that I've said, you know, one thing that would be cool with sleep with me would be to stream games and do sleepy versions. And I even bought like a, like an external card that I we could use. But then my last computer just wasn't powerful enough. Uh, even with the card, the fan was working and then I just couldn't figure out the time. And then even the tests I ran, I just wasn't satisfied. I think I was uh, one of the games with uh, uh, double AWS, double AWS uh, uh, Credo was the name of the game. The first one that I thought about because there's a lot of it's an open world esque game. But there's a lot of beautiful natural stuff. And I said, well, I could go look at this natural stuff. Uh, and I may still do that. This isn't to say I am or am not going to do that. But uh, so, okay, so there's that. What else? Uh, I got mixed up. Uh, and, I, and I think I have an, another idea of how to do that. So that, that's okay. But like, uh, it's just been something I haven't followed through on. And that was one game I was going to do. Then I thought about the game um, like... Uh, uh, redeeming red stuff uh, out in the desert uh, or redeeming red stuff out in the desert too uh, just because I had like, played that second one when it was on Game Pass but then it went away and even the first one I own but it, like there's again it's like an open world a lot of places to walk around and then I met uh, the hosts uh, the, the hosts of uh, Garrett and Sabrina from the podcast, I know Dino and they're wonderful people. And they said, Garrett said, what about a American trucker simulator or European trucker simulator? You should try one of those. 
And so I tried those, and the only issue with that one was that uh, time. I don't even think there was any other limitation. Maybe on my console there was a limitation too, but I think it was just more like time-wise. So those are all the games I could have streamed, games I might have streamed or made into content. But uh, like sometimes when what I need to break through some of my self-imposed and probably fear-based limitations is an accident, like a happy accident is maybe what they call it, where there's just a crack that opened up. That's literally how the whole podcast got started. It was a tiny crack in my the rocks I surround myself with uh, where some light came in and said, hey, why don't you come through this hole for a little while? I mean, if that didn't happen, uh, like... Uh, I mean, that's literally what happened with the podcast. I had something happen, and I said, why don't you start that podcast you thought about, the sleep podcast you've been thinking about for three years, uh, four years, or whatever. And I said, oh, okay, maybe I will. So that's kind of what happened in this video game. Much smaller thing, but I said, okay, let's just buy the game. It wasn't on Game Pass. I said, let's buy the game. I think it was reasonable, 20 bucks. It did have to pay for it personally, so I couldn't write it. <laughs> Didn't get to write it off, but uh, whatever. I, it, like so, I bought the game, downloaded it, uh, and then I said, "Okay, let me refamiliarize myself with the streaming, without having to use any external stuff." Because that's one of the things that kept me from streaming was like, uh, I wanted good audio or reasonably good audio. And I, again, I know how to do all the stuff. I just don't have the will. And then, so even when I, like, I'd say, okay, if, by the time I get everything set up, uh, then I don't feel like playing a video game or streaming because I'm uh, restless, irritable, and dis- malcontent or discontent or whatever. And then if I get everything set up, then I got to leave it around my apartment and uh, it just creates clutter. These are all my issues, so, you know, no big, but if you have issues, like, if you're human like I am, hopefully you relate. You say, okay, I get it, Scoots. So I said to myself, well, that might be nice. You could sh- see if you could stream the game, but there'll be no audio or video. It'll just be a stream of you playing it. Nothing could be more dull than that. Uh, but then they'll give me a point to reference back to uh, when we record an episode of it, of Sleep With Me, right? Which we're here to do right now. And so... Good news is we're here. So, but also interesting news because I do have to affiliate on some stuff. So, not all my streams were uh, successful. I don't know. I guess last night I read I should have turned the music all the way. Like, I kept the sound effects and the dialogue up, but turned the music off because you, you can't stream music that's copyrighted. Not necessarily, you can get, like, let's just do the algorithm, so you can, I think you, whatever. So, I don't know if that's why I did five streams, and, like, uh, unfortunately, so I played the beginning of the game twice. I started two separate games twice, and neither one of those, I don't know if it was just because it was all cutscenes, maybe, because I wasn't playing. So, I'll fill you in on that, because, and then we'll just go with what got recorded, It'll be out of order too, but so, and what I misremember, even though I've been playing in the game. So the game opens with a scene, and it does have a pretty extensive cinematic, uh, like, uh, thing. It's, and again, like, you could, you'll have to look up the details. I think the game's set in the 80s or something. 
and it opens in an apartment with like a pretty nice apartment. Uh, maybe it's the nineties. I don't know. And a woman named Meredith is working, maybe it's 87, because she's working on this program, which seems like uh, it's called, like, uh, Added or something. And I think it's like a journaling program, but I then I was like, is it, is it an accounting program? Again, I didn't finish the game. I'm barely on day five or six. Uh, but Meredith's working on that, and then her coworker or her supervisor or something calls. And his name's like, if it isn't Brad, it's like somebody like Brad or Steve. And he's he kind of is clearly uh, asks too much of Meredith and is over-dependent on her and uh, because she's good at her job. And it's night, and she's working on this program. And he says, how's the beta, whatever, you know, can you get it on my desk on Monday? She goes, didn't you forget I'm leaving town? I'm taking, you know, I'm taking my leave or my break or my vacation because my parents, you know, have to watch my dad's uh, mail route. And he says, oh, I totally forgot. Can you, st- can you still get, are you going to be able to work while you're there? And it's kind of like, it's very s- soft, so it's not uh, clear, I guess, because maybe you get to figure that out in the game. I think you do. But it's kind of like, uh, he's like, but uh, okay, but you're still going to be back. We still need you here. And when, when can you be back? Or can I send you the betas or whatever? You know, can I send you the silver, like, version of the, you know, to check everything? And she says, well, we'll see. So then that's one scene. Then I think that maybe she's talking to her parents or her dad and saying, don't worry. And he says, don't worry, this guy's going to meet you whose name Scooter will forget for sure. He's got a mustache and he's my old friend. Remember him? And Meredith says, yeah, of course, uh. And then he says he'll meet you. Pick, I think he even picks her up at the airport. And and we learn in a good way what I like about this already is like you say like this is this is this is like a kind of people play like a little bit. Uh, people are loose with the rules and in and in a good way because I think the game maybe came out on Labor Day or something around there because when you get picked up at the airport it is Labor Day. I think, and this guy picks you up. I don't know why I can't forget. I can't. Frank's his name, I think. Uh, and he even has like a little salt and pepper on the sides of his head. And it, one, it's Labor Day. Two, he picks her up at the airport, I assume. That I'm assuming because they come in by the motel. I retraced their steps uh, to try to confirm this. But on my second playthrough, when they're first coming into town or to the lake, uh, they pass a motel, which is a road that you can't take very far thus far. So I'm presuming he picked her up at the airport in a mail truck. Then they proceed to deliver mail on Labor Day. Uh, Maybe I'm misremembering this or Saturday or something. And he's in a hurry because he wants to get back and watch a baseball game. I don't know if, like, the Giants and the—not the Dodgers, but uh, but he's like, yeah, we got to get back. Uh, so, the, like, so Frank introduces her says, hey, okay, so you're going to fill in for your dad. Cool. 
uh, let's try, it's basically like a tutorial with uh, cutscenes or whatever. Cutscenes mean like uh, uh, where they show a person, people talking, but you have no control over their characters. And then a tutorial is always important, in my opinion, because you get to know the mechanics of the game. And they introduce it slowly, so the first thing they show you is how to get in and out of the mail truck. Uh, then how to put mail in a mailbox, and how to move around and walk around. Then, and then the next stop, they show you how to take uh, something out of the back of the mail truck, like a package for delivery how to walk a little bit faster, still not fast enough for my, t- like I'm one of those people I never stop running just like in real, like, uh, like I said, why would I like, uh, but I don't like using a horse cause I don't like getting on and off the horse. Though so this game, I really did miss the ability to call your horse to come pick you up. Uh, like in other games, it, games with horses are great uh, open world games because you, if especially if you can call your horse, uh, which is more than one of those games, uh, all the ones I'm thinking of, uh, or two of the ones I was thinking of, because then it's just so like because I like to get off the horse and then wander around. So I did do a lot of walking back to the mail truck because I couldn't figure out. Also, I didn't haven't lived in this town in whatever twenty years. That's another part of this game. So whatever, you go with Frank, you learn how to deliver packages. You don't learn how to drive, I don't think, the first day. Then you go back, Frank drops you off at your parents' house. You, uh, I think you get the option to watch TV or read a book. I read the book. It was a count, Countess and the Countenant. It was kind of like a, it felt like a romance, like a medieval romance a little bit. Because Meredith makes a lot of comments, her character. And so she says, oh, mom, I can't believe you're reading this stuff. But I guess the computer told me, you know, the scooter told me I had to read it. So so none of that got recorded. I'm not sure if our first day of work got recorded. So I'll walk you through that because if, we, you know, even if it gets show, shows up. Uh, uh, but you get a first day of work, you have a couple packages to deliver and some mail. But it also serves to introduce some of the characters and places in the game. And also, you know, Meredith's state of mind and other people's states of mind and her relationship. And it does give you, it's kind of like an old school text game. Like you get choice of like three dialogues a lot of times. So this game is not completely open world because I tested some of the limits uh, and learned that, you know, you can't walk. You can't climb. Some of the things that are frustrating for me is that thus far I can't climb up stuff because I like to get up high and look around on stuff. Uh, and you can't just wander around forever. You can't go and look. Like I just like just like in the sleep podcast, I like to most spend most of my time wandering around. And then I'll get the mission done. But I say, well, like uh I never do the autopilot on a lot of those games because I say, well, I'm just going to, why would I take a trail if I could just cut across uh, the wilderness and see what kind of stuff I see and get lost? Uh, so, okay, so, okay, so Meredith's first day of work, you go in, Frank's there, you get a mail truck, it's full of stuff you have to deliver. First, you deliver, like, you can kind of deliver it in any order, you learn how to use the map. Uh, in the wayfinding, which isn't su- super good because 
or at least it wasn't good for me. One, I guess I need my glasses because I can't see half the stuff, even though I have a regular size TV. Uh, so there's that. I guess I do have to bring my glasses inside. Uh, but so, like, you, it says what houses are supposed to get packages and what houses are supposed to get mail. So, I don't know. I did some around town. I'll watch the video, but you go to a diner, you realize you were friends with the, like, used to hang out at the diner and eat a lot of blueberry pie. There's also a blueberry pie at home, so there's, like, a blueberry pie-type theme. And uh, you meet the woman that runs the diner. Uh, K, oh no, not K. K is your friend. You don't meet. We don't run into K till. I think we have this stuff with K on recorded, maybe. But if somebody runs the diner, even though I think K owns the diner, maybe I don't know. But so you used to hang out at this diner. Lady that runs it's pretty cool. Somebody's working in back. There's like a, like a little bit of prat falling. Then you also meet, like, this logger dude who's having some sort of issues that eventually you can help him with. Uh, you meet uh, the the woman who—oh, you meet a mechanic. Maybe that—let's see. Let's just actually go to the tape because I don't want to um, have all—I've left three files. They're labeled, and they may not be in order, but it'll be fun. Okay, so let me just change the speed here so that we can even maybe go watch it at uh, like a higher speed. So yeah, right now we're at uh, the post office. I think it's probably our second day. Frank's there filling cubbies. And I wanted to be able to go through stuff or, you know, but you can't do that. Then I go over to a rack of postcards in the post office. Frank seems to be the only one working. It seems pretty early in the morning. The light is really good. Then let's see, we get in the, I walked around the truck uh, a few times, and then I get in. So I, I guess I still was learning some of the mechanics. Nope, then I go back into looking at a garbage can. Uh, then I check, yeah, we got some deliveries, Bear Creek, uh, Lake Road, Main Street, four packages on Lake Road. So I see 207 Main Street's our first delivery, and we head out. The driving is pretty simple. It's just reverse forward, left, and right. Uh, I got back out of the truck for some reason. Now I'm opening the back of the truck. Okay. Four packages. This could be my first day. Oh, I I decided to just walk. Like I said, I like doing that. So I took out the package for Main Street. And instead of driving, I'm just walking across the street. And then I say, which building is it? And, and, uh, it's none of the buildings. Then it's a general store and the general store clerk is there. She says, you new in town? And I say, yeah, I left 22 years ago. Really? Uh, this, this lady, she's smoking and, uh, kind of like not exactly the most positive person. And then she says, you think it's going to rain? And I say, okay, package delivered. I'm out. Oh, boy, and then the stream went down for a little while. So let's see what we got here. So we're missing about two minutes, but, oh, not too long because I'm walking back to the mail truck. So whatever went down wasn't anything involving the mail or anything interesting. Okay, then I'm going to go deliver 
I'm, you know, I check the map. I say, okay, let's go out to Lake Road. So we take it, we go out, we take a left, which I think is the wrong direction. I realize it's the wrong direction. Try to make a U-turn. There's a video store. Oh, I back in. The video store I get to go to later. And then we head out. So this could be my first day of work with just without the cutscenes. And yeah, she says, I'm actually enjoying this. Uh, and we get a view of the lake. Uh, and we start driving around West Lakeview Boulevard. We go over the Ambrose River. Meredith says, oh boy. So you see where the river meets the lake. And then I'm trying to figure out where these houses are. And I'm, uh, I'm delivering some mail. Oh, 102 Lake Street. I got that one right. Lake Road, excuse me. And we get after it again on the road. And we head out some more. Oh, is that a gremlin car? An AMC gremlin or rambler? This is at uh, 200 Lake Road. So now we're on the 200 block of Lake Road. There's a uh, greenhouse with a teddy bear, a lot of cats. And we get to help. the. They call her elderly lady. I don't know about that. Uh, She's Miss Jenkins, Meredith, uh, Meredith Weiss. Oh, good to see you. Oh, Emily's your mom. Uh, yeah, been 22 years. Nice cats. Uh, two Genevieve's go. Maybe that's her grandmother. And they kind of, uh, Miss Jenkins says, you remember me? And say, yeah, of course, you're Mildred Jenkins. Uh, got a lot of cats. They're cute. And uh, she's holding a nice cat that uh, seems very calm. She has a teddy bear in it wrapped up. Uh, and then uh, Miss Jenkins says, she's my son, you know, doesn't come to visit enough. Uh, and I say, well, I got to run. I tried to be more uh, better listener later on in the game. Oh, her mailbox is also, I don't know if that's a hits regulations, but it's a cat mailbox. Next of us, 300 Lake Road. It's another package. I think this is another, uh, and then says, yeah, a few days. Oh, so this is the gas station. We did deliver mail to it when it was closed on Labor Day. And we meet another ongoing character here. She's working on a car. We take the package out for her. It's a flatter package. And she says, you're not Frank. Uh, and she says, yeah, I'm Meredith. And this is a young woman. She's working on a um, car, but she says, I'm the one who keeps Goose running. That's the name of your truck. Uh, she's got a cool Ghostbusters shirt on. And we talk about, yeah, I've been, you know, trying to learn. Uh, and she says, if, there's, if you ever have any trouble with your go- with Goose or the Goose, uh, bring it by. Radio kind of works, which we can't really use anyway. This girl's name's Lori. She has a pink uh, scrunchie in her hair. She has headphones. Maybe a Walkman, but it looks pretty huge. So I don't know if 87, is that when the game is? So I pull out, and we get rolling. We're on Westlake Road now, and we got to go up to this uh, logging area. And we cross a blue uh, steel bridge. Let me think, where is Barrier Creek again? Make a right on a dirt road. Then we go, then I passed. Oh, no, no. Then we go through um, a one-lane wooden bridge, beautiful wooden bridge. Uh, 
And then we head up uh, to this cabin, log cabin, right near the waterfall, like a nice little waterfall. What a beautiful place to live. Uh, and a lumberjack type is there. He's Robert. I'm Meredith. Here's your mail. He's got, he doesn't like the mail he's been getting. And so I say, well, uh, I, I, this one I try to say, yeah. And he says, it's BS baloney. But I, this, on this playthrough, I was trying to be a little bit more professional and say, okay, got to go. I can't spend all day talking to you. But as the game progresses, I was saying, whatever you want me to do, if you got me a side mission, I'll do it. Then we go back over the um, wooden bridge. I was getting good at going fast. Uh, it's pretty forgiving as far as I've seen with uh, the driving and uh, not exactly following all the regs. Next stop is 500 Lake Road, which I think, we, so we go all the way around the lake now. So we gain a little bit of elevation. I've seen a couple places I was thinking I'd like to, then you go through a tunnel. I had a little driving issue at the tunnel, but it didn't slow me down for long. But this is some of the places I'd like to drive off. If I had a horse, I'd be riding around uh, this side of town. I have not explored everything, so... Maybe at some point we'll get exploring. But yeah, then you see the motel. Don't have a later we get to talk to somebody at the motel. I don't know if that'll open up any side missions too. But yeah, then we go over the the dam, Spanner Dam. Meredith kind of kind of insults it. She says, Once you've seen Hoover Dam and then there's like a past the Spanner Dam is like a higher rock formation. I'd like to find my way to the top of that. But yeah, we're heading on, we're now we're on East Lake Road. And there is an auto driving thing. We pass a farm that I stop and look at some corn, but I think it's a potato farm. The person says later when you meet them, a birch tree, some nice trees. I don't know if there's an aspen or birch. Uh, and then we pull in, oh, Moe's Diner. It used to be called Stan's Diner when Meredith was a youth. Uh, now it's most famous since in something in 1984, 1884. And it's heavy, the delivery. Dumpster out back, I just noticed that. Another AMC-type car. And Maureen Hennessy says, holy cow, Meredith, come on in. And she kind of really works on Meredith staying there, but I was kind of trying to be professional I mean, it's professional someone that just fills in for their dad without applying for the job. But Meredith does have on a, a parka, a post office box parka. But yeah, Maureen says, yeah, she wants something stronger than coffee. But I say, yeah, sure, I'll have a coffee and blueberry pie. You used to have one every day after school. And she says, well, you know me too well, Maureen. Ashley, one blackberry pie. But then something... uh uh, crashes in the kitchen and uh, so then Maureen has to go deal with it she says what's going on back there Ashley so you you also have to comment on it which uh, I say that didn't sound good it was my choice and she says don't be a stranger I want to hear everything so then we're back outside Oh, there's mustard and mayonnaise, or ketchup and mayonnaise on the tables, maybe mustard. So we're, we have one more delivery on Main Street for day one. Or if, if our first day in town was day zero, which I don't know, you know, 
And so then I drive around town. I'm trying to check my map, zoom out. Great map mechanics. Just not, the wayfinding's not great because uh, it doesn't actually, it's not like GPS, which I guess they didn't have back then, but I guess just other game mechanics. I'm used to it uh, saying if you're going the right way. So I do a little bit more pulling up of the map and zooming out. It does have a mini map. Okay, now I'm trying to find 103 Main Street. And I deliver the mail there. That's the last of them. I'm trying to figure out what time it is. There's some nice mountains uh, in the distance I just noticed. I'd love to get to those. I don't think I can. And we return to the post office uh, to end our day. And we have a loading scene, and then Tuesday, so it's Tuesday evening. Phone rings, it's mom. How's things going? Doing great. Uh, relaxing. Dad, my dad's like, like, how's dad doing? Can you handle the freedom? Oh boy, he's having, going fishing and drinking margaritas and playing poker. And mom says, we're going out, so bye. Then I haven't watched TV yet, so I don't know what that's like. There's also a planner, which I guess is, but I stay home. Countess and the Carpenter. Oh, this is it. Really, Mom? Okay, let's give it a read. Uh, Cecilia uh, had her car- carriage. Uh, she tumbled out of her carriage, ruined her hat. Uh, but a man said, are you all right, madam? And then it cuts uh, to day, day, Wednesday, September 3rd. So another day of work. I saved the game successfully. But we still got uh, some time left here. Uh, so I'm still playing. Go in. Frank's working. I go to talk to Frank. Turns his back on me. He's like, you know, acting like an NPC or he's just ignoring me, looking at the cubbies. So I say, okay, check my list for the day. Some new spots. Uh, so I say, okay, let's uh, let's walk around again. A beautiful uh, reflection of the sunrise on the windows. Jack Reynolds is on the radio. He's the DJ taking call-ins. Oh, and then I get the first thing. To, uh, uh, he's talking to Dale. Latest movies, VHS and Betamax. This is, uh, I guess I'm checking the map because I don't know where I am. Video rental store, but I can't find the address. It is Main Street, though, Scoots. Uh, uh, so I'm trying to figure out, I guess, if there's a package. It goes to, some. I did something wrong, so loaded the car. Maybe it does have autopilot. There's cool windows or lights in the windows, like movie lights. Again, I'm trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. Then I go get, uh, you see movie posters. Oh, 312 Main Street or something. Yeah, then I go in and I meet someone cool. The the person running the video store is cool. Uh, I got a package for you. You're the new postal worker. Uh, there's ads for uh, Back to the Present and The Maze, and which is a labyrinth, uh, and uh, Dustbusters. So really cool shout-outs. There's a lot of movies behind her. Miss Eastman. Uh, so how's things going with the video rental store? Booming. Uh, people here love their movies. More mass market. Uh, 
And I compliment her. Wow, you got a lot of movies. Uh, and probably a lot you could uh, pause on to see more. Angie, call me Angie. Postman always rings twice. Why don't you take this movie and check it out? Uh, and uh, say, okay, I'll check it out and let you know what I think. Uh, and you can always push the person off, but I'm trying to get as many, you know, I'm trying to get, and, and, you know, since I can't join the community in my personal life because uh, I'm not good at it, maybe through this game I can. So let's see, we go, we deliver that, get back in the truck, uh, save the game. At this point, I was saving the game more. Oh, I guess I stopped it there, huh? Okay, so we'll reload here from uh, next one. Okay, so this is Lake Part 2, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's where I left off either. Oh, it is. I'm getting in the car outside of the post office or the video store. Sweet. You know, I couldn't leave you hanging on a, something like that, you know. I gotta, I gotta resolve it for you all. So I'm looking at Pine Street. There's two pieces of mail delivered north of me. So I look at that on the map. I say, okay, let's go north. It's like a kind of a, a right turn that wraps around in a U. So I go take a right on whatever street it is. I forgot the name of it already. Right off of Main on East 3rd. I guess I have to deliver mail to 103 East 3rd. 103 East 3rd. Uh, I get. I, I had a little trouble with the. Nope, no mail needed to deliver there. So wrong address. Uh, I think somebody. I just looked in somebody's backyard, and it looks like they have a trampoline. I got to go check that out. Then I decide to walk. You know why not? I like walking. So this is where normally I would walk and then call my horse. Uh, so one o four East Fourth or East Third is where I had to deliver it. So that means that other streets west for So I'm actually learning a lot by going through this here. And I'm walking back to my truck. Uh, let me kick the speed up for the video, though, so we can get a little bit more in. I start driving again, east third to uh, Pine Street. And again, I can't figure out where I have to deliver anything. Is this a package? I guess it is. 402 Pine Street is what I'm... It looks like a hat box. And I go to a yellow house and I ring the doorbell. If somebody comes to the door. Oh, this is, yeah, this is a big moment. Uh, there's a, a mother and a, a child playing a rocket game. Like uh, Evans family, Commander Grace. Uh, and uh, the person comes dressed as an astronaut. Uh, thank you. It's a Apollo crew, 11 outfit. Wait a second, Meredith? Uh, so I say Buzz Aldrin? And they say, I'm sorry, you're wearing a, a fake astronaut helmet. And she goes, we were best friends, uh, Kay. Uh, she goes, I just broke my calendar. And I say, wow, I didn't expect to see you here. And she goes, have you been in this Providence Oaks this whole time? That's not a very good thing. And she goes, yeah, I married the star quarterback, Barry Evans. Uh, then her child's calling Commander Grace. Yeah, I got to get back. Uh, she loves uh, she loves space. Uh, sounds like you're happy. A lot can happen in 22 years. I guess so. Heard from Maureen you were back in town. Yeah, I saw her at a diner. Uh, Mr. Uncle Stan there. 
And she says, no, it's Moe's Diner. Oh, okay, so this is a little bit of a faux pas. We said, let's, let's talk about it stuff sometimes. And she goes, yeah, maybe. So there's some tension. She goes, yeah, I don't have time. I got to get back. Uh, and say, see you around. Okay. So I don't know if there's like an underlying tension or it's just the fact that uh, uh, Stan used to run the diner, who was Kay's uncle, who's now running a diner in the big farm in the, in the, big farm in the sky diner. Okay, so then that delivery, though, is done. So now I'm checking my map. There's two deliveries in Heron Circle of mail, so that should be pretty easy. So then I go down to um, East 4th, make a left, uh, stop at the stop sign, look around, make a left on Main, head back down Main towards the lake. uh, Then I try to figure out where I'm supposed to go. And East Heron Circle is a left off of Main Street. It's more like a cul-de-sac than a circle, though. It is a cul-de-sac. Uh, and two blue houses there. I definitely have trouble with the dresses again. So I say, first house I go to is a yellow house. Nope, doesn't need mail. Luckily, they, it pops up to tell you. Another house doesn't need mail. Then I go to a house with an SUV. Doesn't need mail. Another one of the blue houses, that one does, 207. I say, where is this other one? Because I'm doing a lot of walking around. Check the map, 205. So can Scoots figure out that that's next door? No, I didn't. I go the wrong way. Oh, no, I went around my truck, so I did figure it out. I delivered the mail there. There's a treehouse in the backyard, and then I'm nosy. Is that party invitations? Then I get back in the truck, I check my map, I check it twice, and I see, okay, there's a couple mail on New Street, which is near Awful Lake, when you head out of town going, um, uh, I don't know, east or west. Uh, so I take a left on Main Street, I'm headed down towards the lake, uh, straight towards Lake Street, and I make a right on Lake or Lake Road. Lakeview Boulevard, technically, on this part of town, but it's one part of the road that circles the lake. And I'm heading there, and I'm looking for New Street, pass it, so then I reverse, and uh, hopefully my supervisor's not watching. 100, 100 New Street, so this must be the newest street in town. Oh, and this is the street her parents live on, right next door. New Neighbors, uh, Meredith says. And I take New Street, make a left on Walnut, where there's another delivery, and it's just mail. Let's see, 203 Walnut, put the mail in. I'm pretty efficient on that one. Two cars in that driveway, maize-colored house. Make a right on Vintage Street, and it looks like I have the next delivery is on, like get out in the middle of the road. It's on, oh, it's back to... uh, the cat house, uh, Miss Jenkins, uh, she needs a cat dropped off at a fisherman's place uh, who also serves as the vet. He runs the bait shop. Uh, and I, I say, okay, I'll do it. Uh, she makes a pun. Uh, take Mortimer to Mr. Mackey by bait shop by the lake. Uh, and I'm like, okay, you know, if we worked on Labor Day, I can deliver cats. I mean, part of me did say I probably shouldn't be doing this, uh, 
But then part of me said, you know, I'm just like, I got to make the most of this opportunity. So then I'm trying to figure out where Mr. Mortimer is. And then I see an, a new symbol, but I want to make sure I deliver some stuff on the way. So I see a package has got to go to the motel. Hopefully I decide to do that first. Well, I just saw another sign, a set of roads I hadn't accessed. So right now I'm just checking the map. Uh, and I guess I wayfind to go to Mortimer, but then I go, let's wayfind to the motel first. I take Mortimer to the truck with me, put Mortimer in, and then I head out and make a right on Lake Road. Just because so, actually it's probably halfway to the thing. I pass the gas station. Head up, uh, go over the Blue Bridge, the Trestle Bridge, pass where that lumberjack lives, and uh, head up a little bit, gain some elevation. And it's like a misty, great weather, though the weather does change, I've learned. Uh, go through the tunnel. This time I get through the tunnel clean without, you know, scraping the truck at all. A little more elevation gain. Another road I haven't explored on the right in the Westlake Road. And then we come down to the uh, motel, pull in. It's uh, Oregon Trail Motel, so another little shout-out. And they're getting a parcel, 400 Lake Road. And I get that ready, but the motel clerk is playing a video game, a computer game. And I see here's a parcel. They say, hold on. Um, and they're ignoring me. And Oregon, so it's for Oregon Trail Motel. Seems to be an action game because the person's doing a lot of moving around and typing. And they say, all right, have a nice day. I'll just leave it here. And they never come to. That was in the lobby. So then I pull out... Uh, Make I do a double check. Okay, next stop is to drop Mortimer off uh, at Mr. Mackey's. And, you know, I never took a... I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, like, illegally filling in for my father anyway, so it doesn't really matter. So then I uh, head out of town. I take a right on Lake Road, East Lake Road right now. Go over the the dam See the rock formation I want to check out one day. And we're kind of stable, a little bit of elevation gain. I don't know when we lose the elevation. This will pass what the farm looks like. Uh, then we'll pass, I think, the turnout for the diner. And we go left on East Lake Road. We stay on East Lake Road, I guess, some, some of the road. Then there's a dirt road on the left. I just catch it on the first try. I accidentally bump uh, a few things. I tried to drive out onto the pier just to save time, but it wouldn't let me do that. And we see Mackey's. It's like a pier with a house or a restaurant or something. There's boats, uh, which I think you get to use later. I did try to go to them and use them at one point, but it didn't let me. Uh, I go, so I go up to the back door, doesn't open. Then I see somebody fishing and looking. He goes, oh, you're Thomas's kid. I remember you run around the lake. Uh, what can I do you for? He's got a serious beard and sweater. Mortimer the cat. He says, pleased to meet you, Mort. Millie been feeding you cupcakes? Uh, and I say, I have no idea. I don't know. 
and we got to put him on a diet. Uh, I'll take care of him. Probably be well by tomorrow. Uh, just come back uh, and get him then. And I say, okay. So then I head back to the post office, uh, go down the stairs. Well, this is what I'm supposed to do because my day's done. I go down the stairs, I get in my truck, uh, and let's see how I do. Going back to the post office to end my work day. I go back up, uh, still learning the mechanics of driving here. Tight fit because I tried to drive out on the pier. Come out, make a left on East Lake Road. And I'm headed back towards Main Street. I think I just went straight to the end of the day. But well, let's see. Uh, come up on Main Street. And I make a right. Uh, and, yeah, then I see the post office there. I pull in. Providence Oak Post Office. Uh, and there's cut scene. And then it goes back. Weiss Residence Wednesday evening. My phone rings. And it's Steve. Add it. 87 is getting there. Listen, you got plenty of time. I say, uh, yeah, no, like I, I, like he says, I got a bunch of files. It's a retail pitch. Needs your magic. Do you think you can uh, add it? Uh, and they say, I'm not sure, Steve. How many pages are we talking about? He goes, not much. Uh, 100 pages. I'll send it to the post office. Then I'm a little passive. I say, I guess. Uh, he says, mail it back to me. And he says, added 87, anything you like. Uh, And then he says, got a jet by, hangs up, Meredith sighs. And then I stay home and I watch the postman always rings twice, you know, so I have something to talk about with the person that works at the video store. And then it's morning. uh, And I don't know, maybe I'll try to do, uh, like, continue this one on uh, Patreon, but uh, that's it for now. Thanks, everybody. Uh, Check out Lake and hopefully we'll do some new video game stuff soon. Uh, Good night, everybody.